0: Hello friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Taboo Talks Hotline. I am your host, Melissa James, and you can think of me as your taboo concierge connecting you to different brands, products, talks, and events which society has deemed inappropriate. With that being said, the following content may contain some triggering information, thus intended for a mature audience of 18 and older. So I went to Tomorrowland. And if you're a raver or festival goer, you know that this is like the festivals of all festivals. And if you're not really into the scene and wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, don't worry. Um, I come with the Wikipedia explanations. So basically Tomorrowland is one of the largest festivals for electronic dance music or EDM that's held in Boom, Belgium. Of course, this festival has been on my radar for quite some time, however, I never really made any effort because if you look at the options on the website, it can cause a girl to go into decision paralysis, so lucky for me, this winter, while I was minding my own anxious business, I got a text from my LA festival busty like, Hey girl, we're doing Tomorrowland, want to join us? Wink wink. And I kind of knew what that meant. I was going camping at Tomorrowland. And this would be all fine and dandy, except I'm not a camper. I much prefer a four to five star hotel experience, spa, room service, and a clean bathroom that has toilet paper that doesn't take, like, a mile hike to get to, you know? But alas, this isn't available at my budget at Tomorrowland. Now, you're probably wondering, if you don't like camping, why spend all the money to do something you don't really enjoy? With that, I say that is a great fucking question, and there are honestly a lot of pros to camping. Like, it is a short home walk after the festival when you've been on your feet, dancing, and you don't really want to wait online for more transportation or walk even longer to your accommodations, so I will say that is a plus, plus. and it can be a fun group experience once you get over the humility of camping. But every single time I do it, I swear I'm never going to do it again. And here comes said festival with the bestie, and I swear she's got fucking spidey senses that knows, like, when it's been, you know, a few years and I forget just how much I hate it, that she gets me to agree to it. And like, low-key, this is going to sound very cluster B of me, but maybe some of y'all can relate, or maybe I'll just be on my own here. But I get this weird sense of validation after I make it through a camping festival, almost like, you know, I survived some sort of survival camp. Like I need a T-shirt that says, I survived tomorrow night. So with that, it's just a clear love-hate relationship I've got going on with festival camping. So it probably won't surprise you when I say that we opted for one of the bougier camping options. And no, this was not just to appease my lavish lifestyle, but more for the fact that we were all traveling internationally and we thought it would be a little bit extra to bring camping gear with us. Like the amount of money we would have quote unquote saved in the general camping would have had caught up with us from either shipping the camping gear or buying stuff here, plus like the time it would take and whatnot. So, for those wondering, we went with the Spectacular Easy Tents, a part of the Easy Tent Area section, which will cost you no more than €1,700, depending on which package and which tier you buy from. And this includes two tickets to Tomorrowland, tent, air mattress, two chairs, and a lock, which you can take home with you, actually, and a power outlet. I should also mention that these tents were raised on a platform, which helped prevent any rain from getting inside the tent, which was really nice because the weather is quite unpredictable at this festival. So coming home on to a tent that was filled with water would not be my ideal situation, if I'm being honest. Okay. so normally when I travel, I love a good surprise. When I go somewhere new, I hardly ever do research online because I feel like it takes away from the experience. But I thought since I was going with a group of people, I thought I should come as prepared as possible. And seeing it's not Coachella, where I'd have a car and be able to, you know, go to Walmart for supplies, although they pretty much have everything at Tomorrowland, I thought, you know, let me check some things out. And I started reading at how unpredictable the weather is, which I mentioned a bit earlier, and that it was most likely to rain at some point during the festival. And right there, uh, it put me into a trance of panic, and I immediately regretted my decision on (laughs) attending this festival. I even tried to sell my ticket, and I was just freaking out like Dorothy, thinking, oh my gosh, we're not at Coachella anymore, where it's just sunshine, warm weather, and don't have to worry about these things. Seeing I'm here, telling the tale of how I went to Tomorrowland, clearly the tickets did not sell. So I took that as a sign of the universe that I was meant to be there for whatever reason. As I went to go and pack, my phone weather app informed me that it would indeed be raining throughout the weekend. So all of these hopes and dreams of what my outfits would look like Kind of got destroyed because there was no way I was going to risk wearing some of my, you know, lingerie pieces just for them to get destroyed. I wanted to wear something that I knew I'd be comfortable, cute, and if they did get wet or dirty, it wasn't like the end of the world. You know what I mean? So here's some things that I packed with me that if you are going to go to the festival, I recommend getting. Um, Number one, And I always travel to festivals with this because I think it can get cold at night. And we did get a sleeping bag, but sometimes you just need a little extra snug. You know what I mean? So I brought my Snuggie with me. (laughs) The next thing that I brought um, was a poncho. But I do recommend that if you're going to get a poncho, definitely just go for the raincoat. Make sure it's got sleeves because mine had like the awkward like half sleeve and pretty much from my elbow to my wrist was soaking wet and that was kind of a weird pain in the ass situation the third thing is I wore Doc Martens don't go to the festival thinking that you're going to wear sneakers especially white sneakers they will get destroyed and gross so if you do buy tickets in the winter time buy the boots or if you don't if you don't have boots, buy them then and break them in so that by the time you get to the festival, they're comfortable. The last thing I want to say is bring lots of warm clothes. I brought lots of leggings and they were just all useful. Things that I wish I had brought. A bed sheet for the air mattress. Again, we were given a sleeping bag and I had my Snuggie, but it just would have been nice to not have slept on like there air mattress on its own um i would also bring a pillow the pillow that they gave us was like an airplane pillow it was quite janky it was not enough uh if you do like a pillow i personally don't like to sleep with pillows which is again another reason why i wish i had the bed sheet but um the pillows are just quite thin janky airplane so if you like a pillow bring it another thing that i wish i brought were more socks i thought i had brought enough but definitely needed more and warmer clothes options i think i only had like two sweatshirts with me for a whole week and one got completely soaked so it was like i couldn't even wear that afterwards so definitely bring warmer clothes options and something that is rain resistance oh and then the last thing i wish i had brought was a bathrobe so to and from the like tent and shower um and then just like hanging out in the locker room i totally wish that i had a bathrobe Also, like looking at the weather app definitely put me into an unnecessary state of overthinking. And I genuinely believed like I was going to turn into like the Wicked Witch of the West who would melt at the slightest drop of water. So when Thursday or day zero came around, the day we were supposed to leave for the festival and we were in Amsterdam, I like basically had this whole I don't want to say panic attack, but like worked myself up and decided that I needed to stay behind in Amsterdam an extra day to collect myself, my attitude and my, and the little nerves that I had left because the idea of being wet for hours on end just felt like a literal place of hell that I had no intention of like going to, you know, but I did wind up having a lovely day strolling around the city. I visited the Rijksmuseum, which I highly suggest checking out. I was absolutely stunned by the art. Don't ask what they were. Couldn't tell you. I just gawked and observed for like hours on end. And uh, yeah, after brows, it was really funny, actually, because after I like left the museum, I went to this uh, restaurant called The Burger Room, which was coincidentally like Wizard of Oz themed. And it played right into my like freak out of being the Wicked Witch of the West. And I just like laughed so fucking hard and like ordered a drink that played into it oh uh, it was really funny so anyways did the museum ate went home decided I was going to you know get a good night's sleep so I can show up my my best self the following day so I woke up at the ass crack at dawn with a new day of no rain praise the fucking lord I hopped on a train from Amsterdam to boom, like, you know, a new attitude, new nerves that I could actually manage. And I like pulled the American card where I dressed in my leggings and bikini top because I didn't want to have to change when I got there. So lots of fun looks, but um, I really just wanted to wear something that was comfortable and like sexy at the same time. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but maybe it's because I'm a fashion girly, but I feel this extra pressure to have like cute outfits, but I also want to be comfortable and like if it's going to rain, I also like don't want my clothes to be destroyed. So I, anyways, I arrived to the boom train station around 11 a.m., And I was inside at my tent by 1230, which was great timing if you ask me, you know, like security was easy. I did get a little lost trying to figure out where the hell I was and needed a map, but the staff was genuinely super friendly and like guiding me in the right direction. So it was like, you'd be like, okay, go over here and talk to this person. Okay. And then you'd go to that person and they guide you to the next. And eventually I walked into the easy tent area, which was what i liked private from the rest of the festival um i liked that it had some seclusion from the main keeping, c- keeping camping area just because there were so many fucking people everywhere that it was nice to just like have a moment of relaxation and knowing it just wasn't going to be as crowded i liked that they had like its own little campfire area with benches um, we had our own shower section some were free, some were paid. We had our own food concession stand, drinks concession stand, and then a place to like tap up for pearls, which is a Tomorrowland currency. Not really sure why they have this. My personal theory is that you'll spend more money this way because it's like not real. The other thing that somebody was telling us about is that because you have to tap your bracelet, which has like the pearls connected to it, every time you order something it prevents you from, like, you can't order anything if you don't have enough pearls. So they send you elsewhere. So they're not wasting food. They're not wasting time. They're not anything. So other than you for not having enough pearls for waiting in line. So that actually kind of makes sense because between the two weekends, I think there was like 400,000 people. So they do have to be, you know, conscientious about wasting people's time and whatnot. But yeah that's that's the overall camping situation that I liked it I felt like it was worth the money it gave me a sense of relief like I've mentioned before like being away from everybody because with so many people being in there at some point you feel like you're in a herd of cattle and to just have a moment of breathing where there's just not people every fucking where you look it was nice so Getting into the festival was rather quick and easy. I was expecting, you know, lots of lines and taking forever to get in. And that was not the case. Security was quite easy. It wasn't over the top. Like EDC, I think, is really dramatic with how they're touching you and making sure there's, like, absolutely nothing. But this was much more um, polite, in my opinion. Obviously, after security, you make it into the festival. And it's nothing... Like, amazing right off the bat. You walk in, and there's like just some seating areas and places that you can order food. And then, like, you walk towards the main stage and holy fuck, friends. It kind of reminded me of Disney for adults who enjoy a little extracurricular activity, if you know what I mean. It was over the top in the best way, extravagant enough to like feel magical, but not over the top where it feels like a production. That makes sense. It was the right balance. Um, I feel like the last time I went to EDC, it was just very production heavy and just, I don't know, it just didn't make sense. Like it was trying too hard, I guess. Um, So I liked that about it. Uh, The rest of the day was just super magical. We stayed together as a group made some new friends and i personally stepped outside of my comfort zone of being a techno snob and got to vibe with some new dj's that i would not normally listen to which was kind of nice we ended the night to see my all-time favorite dj eric prids for his hollow show um i do wish we had gotten there a little bit earlier because the crowd was really insane and it was inside because of the visual aspects i know that not everybody appreciates his music i personally love it uh, but everybody was excited to see what he had created for these visuals and it, it was totally worth the hype i highly recommend going to one of his solo shows if you guys get the chance uh, really just well thought out with the music and oh it was amazing highly recommend remember how I said I made some new friends uh, I thought it would be a good idea because my friends and I always stayed in the easy tent bougie area that it would be good to give you guys uh, some perspective from somebody who stayed in the Magnificent Greens which was the general camping area so I'm just going to rephrase what they shared with me and this is from male 25 it had been their second time going to Tomorrowland and camping in the general camping area because he's from Belgium and it didn't really make sense to like do bougie camping or whatever because they had the car and camping gear and whatnot so they recommend arriving early to claim a spot because it's not like you're you don't get a specific area. It's kind of like claiming your own. So, I thought that was really interesting because I think at Coachella you're given like a specific portion per car if I'm remembering correctly. So, they were saying, which I thought was a really cool idea, is to bring one tent for sleeping. And then another tent for storage for, like, food, drinks, and, like, all your stuff. I thought that was quite interesting. And then to, like, put the tents in a circle so that you've got, like, you know, your community things in the middle. So I thought that was quite interesting and a little bit of a sneaky little tip there. Um, They did also say, like, we were given locks during the... For the easy tent area so they recommend bringing a lock because your chairs will get stolen and like easy for other stuff to get stolen and i mean we had the same problem in the easy tent area but remember you're going to hear people snoring there's going to be after parties and like other extra you know, situations going on, you might hear all that. So that's just a part of the camping experience, I guess. And yeah, so I thought I'd give you guys that perspective so you can, you know, get a vibe for the different too. So Tomorrowland day two was quite the opposite of day one. I don't know what the fuck was in the water, but let me tell you the story. So when I got back to camp from the night before, I had no idea that the shower was closed at 2 a.m. Like, I don't really know why they do that when the festival stops at 1, like, you've got to get out, because we were just grimy as fuck, and why would you do that to us poor souls? You know, I'm sure it's to prevent the drunk people from coming in and destroying the place, but still. And then I didn't realize that there was, like, an outdoor shower area, which, had I realized, I probably would have done that. But I woke up the next day, guys, and I was disgusting. Like, sleeping in festival filth is not a vibe. Don't recommend. It was the biggest mistake possible and regret everything. I woke up with a huge headache, congested sinuses. Like, my face was noticeably puffy that not even a skinny confidential ice roller could fix, you know? So I decided that instead of going straight to the shower, it would be a really good idea to continue and build on the filth and go to yoga. And even though the choice was unsanitary, I'm really glad I did the yoga because being, you know, in a 30 something year old body, it needs to stretch out the kinks to make life more pleasurable. And I did as the yogis don't. And I immediately left the mat and went to like get an alcoholic beverage to brave the whole Portable shower situation that I was about to endure, you know, and even though it didn't have a waterfall shower that I'm used to, <laughs> um, it did make my hair really fucking soft. So there was there was a benefit to that. Anywho, said drink may have been a bad idea because the personalities that were flying in that rock locker room. Oh my God, the amount of people that were fighting over a fucking outlet, like the privileged audacity of us, you know, myself included, all I wanted to do was straighten my damn bangs, which ironically got soaked during the mini rainstorm and then they dried all funky and I got insecure, but like, you know, it just was, it was just unnecessary in my opinion and the rest of the day just continued to get more and more aggressive you know we as a group decided to go our separate ways because we all like different music and i wish that we would have stayed together like looking back at it um the vibes were just fucking off and it wasn't just me it was everybody really i I fucking almost got okay this is like embarrassing i was waiting on line. i used the bathroom and then i was like waiting online to wash my hands and there must have been like five people that cut me and when this one fucking girl cut me and then she just stood there and i was like what the fuck like get the fuck behind me and she wouldn't move she wouldn't recognize like even just recognize and be like i'm so sorry it just is what it is you know and i like l- literally almost got into a fight with this girl and i was like you know fuck you you asshole and I was just like oh my god between the cat fight in the bathroom and this and I was like I need to go be put to bed I felt so sick and then I wound up finding another line washed my hands and I just kept thinking to myself okay I just want to see Tale of Us who's coming on at 8 and then their set was only an hour long so I was like okay once that's done I'm going to put myself to bed and I was walking around and I figured I'd just like go to like the different stages check them out and I was leaving one stage go to the next and oh god this like I hate that I have to share this story so I was wearing this like low-cut romper and my voyeur x harness underneath and like walking minding my own business I was alone and these group of boys with a squirt gun started like shooting at me in my chest which was very much I presume to get a bullseye through the o-ring and after that I just like I was done it was like you know the cat fight in the bathroom the fucking line two cat fights in the bathroom and then this squirt gun situation I was just like done so I went to tale of Us and as soon as they're sent they're sent. They're set and did. I popped my ass to bed at 9.30 and was like, I'm I'm done. And that experience just really, I don't know. I was probably just being a prima donna. And I woke up the next day and I was ferociously looking up, you know, buses, trains to get the fuck out of there. I didn't really have anybody that I wanted to see on Sunday until the closing show. I wanted to see Stefan Bodson, but like I'd kind of seen him a couple months ago, so it wasn't like this huge ordeal for me to say, And plus, if the crowd was going to be like it was, I had already felt so violated from the day before. And I really, really wanted to wear my Colette and Sebastian Tay Tay harness. So I didn't want to set myself up for, you know, another day of violation. But at the back of my head, I f- felt like this little birdie being like, listen, this is your, it was like 12 p.m. You're leaving at 6 a.m. It's not even 24 hours. Like, go just go just suck it up go have a good time be with the group and vibe which was an excellent choice and I think because I've been such a techno snob for all of these years I forgot how much fun the energy of these main stages are so it was just really cool to like go and get my weird barbie on if you will and just release this like pent up energy it was just I'm so glad that I stayed I'm so glad and I even got to see Paris Hilton it was raining oh my god I was drenched afterwards and like because I'm dramatic I was asking you know my nurse doctor friend like hey what are the signs for hypothermia I am dramatic guys but uh, it was good. I'm so glad that I pushed myself. And yeah, now I really feel like I deserve a whole t-shirt that says, I survived Tomorrowland. Because it was crazy and the roller coaster of emotions that I endured during this was wild. But I know that you guys want to know, would I go again? And the jury really is up in the air because as much fun as I had, it was also really hard Mentally, it was just not as easy as going to Coachella or, you know, EDC, where you've got the transportation and it's a little bit more bougie, so to speak. Um, and it's likely to not rain at those festivals. So this was a little bit more, uh, got to mentally prepare and got to, like, kind of be okay with being a little dirty, <laughs> which is not my cup of tea normally. But I think if I were to do it again, I would probably say at a bougier camping option and or I would just come in for a day. I think they do offer day passes. But I do think it's a great like experience if you're a festival and you love festivals. I think do it. Go get the experience because the grounds are absolutely insane. The visuals it really plays into the whole like EDM thing in a very, like I said, Disney-esque way. So it's worth the experience to go. But going again, I think would take a lot of, a lot more courage and preparation. And I probably would be prepared and have a better time knowing what's to come. But yeah, that Saturday, man, guys. That was just, that was really hard. And I think that that's something to be aware of that like, the crowd was just way more aggressive, and I think people were drinking, and whether they were just there for the day, or perhaps they had to leave Sunday, and it was like their last day, you know, it was just a lot of people went hard, so beware of that, and that's really all I have to say about Tomorrowland, and if you have any questions, you know what to do, you can email me at tabutonic@gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at the Taboo Talks hotline page next week. I'm really excited for the podcast. I did an interview with my uh, friend and makeup artist, Rosie. And that was just really fun because I feel like I'm having this I don't want to say midlife crisis because I'm in my 30s right so I guess like a third life crisis and I'm really just wanting to explore my femininity a little bit more which sounds silly because like I'm a girl but I never as a kid or in my teenage years, wanted to explore with makeup. I was like, fuck that. I was really just like practical about knowing how I was going to show up to like sports and just wanted to be like 10 steps ahead. And the idea of like putting on makeup just to take it off was just silly to me. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, oh, this could be fun. And like exploring how to do different faces, you know? So I'm really excited to have that episode released next week and share like, you know, more about you know, femininity. So what do you say guys? Same time next week. We'll chat later. Thanks guys. Bye.